Hello and welcome back to Tells. Hello, Andrew Nimi. Hello, good morning. It is quarter to three in the PM. Er, yeah, in the PM. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> not sure what time of day it is. No, I'm a little loopy. Why are you so loopy? Just a lot going on. How are you though? Mm, I am craving. Uh, I had a craving just now. Yeah, you're on, you're on can't another. Remember what it is. You're on another one of your crazy diets. It makes it sound like I'm on a diet every month. <laughs> is it not every month? No. Every other? Is it a diet or is it a program? It's called the clean program and it is a detoxification program. It's to allow your digestive system to rest. To rest. Yeah. So that you can produce all the flora that you need to digest the food and all the bacteria that you need because hmm. if you're just working it every day like you're working yourself eventually mm-hmm. it's not going to be, be be very effective <laughs> so all the flora is that like flowers what's flora <laughs> it's growths growths yeah so your stomach is growing no the bacteria <laughs> in your stomach okay you need a certain amount of bacteria to digest the food that you consume so when you give your gut a break Mm -hmm. it's able to reproduce all this bacteria good bacteria that you need okay you've done this before yeah i have you did the it's like 30 days or something right it is 21 days 21 days okay it's not too bad the clean program i asked andrew if we could do sober october you just looked at me and said that was nice yeah, October's not a good month for me to do that. When would be a good month for you to not drink? I don't know. Maybe like March? During March Madness? <laughs> yeah, I don't really care about that. Why March and not October? This March sounds, you know, kind of boring. There's no like big holidays like October. There's uh, no big holidays like uh, Halloween. Which is right at the end of the month <laughs> when it will be finished anyway. Mm-hmm. There's things like Run It Up Reno. Mm, so that's the real reason. That's one reason. But can you go and not drink? Yeah, technically. What do you mean technically? It's that either <laughs> do or you don't think. How is there technicality? You know, you know how it is. No self-control. Probably. Just a mix of things. We've talked about drinking a lot over the, uh, the episodes. What do you think? It takes will to not drink. Uh, yeah, that's part of it. Do you think it takes will to play good poker probably in certain times yeah when you're like card dead so think you only have x amount of will Mm -hmm. and so you have to choose what you put that towards i don't know if i really believe that i think i think something else i think well can you let me finish oh i thought you were done (laughs) yes the ideal situation would be to have a healthy you know, like healthy eating habits, healthy workout habits, and then like a great work ethic mm-hmm. and good friends and good family relationships. And if all those take a certain level of will, because otherwise you could just sit at home and not do anything, right? Or just go, I'm not going to participate in any of these things. I guess so. But you can't do all of it because if will is like a muscle, then the muscle's fatigued. So depending on what you deem important, you'll mm. put will towards that first. 
And then by the time the other things come, then you're not as willing to do those things. Okay. Because you're just tired. It's not like you don't want to do them. Like yep. ideally you would want to do them, but I don't think you have the capacity. But there's also something to be said of structuring your life in a way that is conducive so to make other things easy so that the thing that you need to use your willpower for is then like you have the energy, right? So if you put systems in place in your life, mm-hmm. habits, I guess, mm-hmm. right? So if you know you're going to work out and you know you're going to eat well and then will to whatever, play good poker or do your job well is then now replenished by doing these habit things. Okay, I think I'm done. My thought process. What do you think? Do you're you so, not agree? You're so pretty. Baby. <laughs> no, oh, different topic. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, the second part that you said was what I was going to say. Sim- something similar to it, at least. Because, like, don't you think that when one aspect is uh, in a good place, like good relationships, for example, that sort of encourages good actions in another area of your life? It kind of spills over and makes you feel good about yourself more as a whole. And then when you're feeling good, you sort of do better for yourself. Yeah, especially like the clean program. Uh, it's it's a program by Dr. Alejandro Junga, and he talks. Ah, ab- yes. He talks about that, and he says that you eat what you are. The adage has always been, "You are what you eat." Well, you say when I'm a, on a either have a terrible terrible session or on a downswing or something that I come back and eat poorly. I eat all the Doritos. <laughs> right. Because you eat what you are. You actually have a brain in your stomach, right? And then from that brain in your stomach, you get the emotions. Mm-hmm. And obviously, as the emotions like overwhelm your body, then you it's easier to make poorer and poorer decisions. So yes, the poker session might have been a catalyst, but then you become that. Mm -hmm. The thing is like once things are set, like once you have routines around things, then it's, you don't need to exercise as much will, right? So I'm saying like something that you actively have to exercise will over, um, that needs like dedicated, like attention, because once that's in, like once you've given something dedicated attention and you keep, then you maintain it, then the like that same amount of will can't be dedicated to multiple things and you have to move on to whatever else you're going to dedicate. But the point I'm making is that I think it's not infinite. And I'm just trying to like play with that for myself because I've always wanted to do everything good mm-hmm. at the same time. But you can't because you just get tired. Yeah, I don't think it's that for me for the drinking thing. I don't think it's a will thing. That's not to say that it's uh, something sensible, something, other, <laughs> something different than sensible. Well, I just think that, yeah, it's silly. This is, and it's going to sound silly, but I just think like drinking goes along with like a couple of these different things that we're sort of doing or I'm doing, uh, like the meetup games. Like it's hard to not have a drink, not even one drink with everybody, even though I have like turned it down, toned it down, uh, the number of beverages that I've had at these things. So that's good. But yeah, we didn't start the podcast. Talk about your drinking. Well, I wanted to talk about Will. Your drinking. Well, there is no drinking for the next 21 days. Thoughts and prayers. (laughs) But it's so like your brain is so clear. 
And I realized green tea makes me nauseous, nauseous. in the morning without food. But anyway. I like how you say nauseous. What do you say? Nauseous? Nauseous? Makes you <laughs> nauseous. Uh, and you need me. Yeah. You gave away your $25,000 or 25,000 <laughs> package. Oh, no, it's a $30,000 package, right? And you, they actually gave you an extra package so yeah. two people could win. Poker Stars was just so happy with us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were just so happy. Yep, they gave us another $30,000 to give away. Uh, congratulations to Matt Kiefer and Oliver Biles mm-hmm. on your platinum pass adventure ticket your your victory you crushed all the competition all those other creators are nothing compared to you no (laughs) is that not the spirit of this (laughs) tell me how you picked the winners well we had a set of criteria which we sort of at least loosely stuck to and um what was the criteria well you want me to bring it up the list yeah okay the we criteria have the criteria which are creativity storytelling humor trying something outside your comfort zone and doing what you love in life right so some of those are pretty straightforward creativity storytelling humor i think the for the most part people were trying something outside their comfort zone even though i think oliver biles he uh he had a little bit of a leg up because he had done some things in front of a camera before in that regard was he funny and he was pretty funny. Yeah, he was making some videos that gave me a chuckle. Funnier than Derek Gomez funny? <laughs> Derek was quite funny. And he, I think, dominated the humor category, which for sure put him into the top five easily. So it's like tough because there's this bittersweetness to the whole thing. And you have to like sort of tell people that it at least feels like you're telling them that they didn't do good enough, you know, compared to some other people. And it's just impossible to escape that when it's such like a subjective thing so why didn't you get five platinum passes (laughs) i wish i wish we could have got 80 you know for all the people that completed all five videos and it's like you know in a a poker tournament one person ends up with all the chips and it's like easy to decide the winner based on the the obvious rules of the game um but in something that's like subjective it's always like well what about this person well why didn't this person at least make it in the top five you know and it sucks because like I actually got a couple of messages from people that are curious to know As what it was about. <laughs> You're not helping. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted to know Some what... of my picks weren't in that top five. I want to know. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> some people were, you know, they just want like constructive criticism, you know, it's just some feedback about oh, their so, videos. So you got messages from. Yep people who completed the blog mm-hmm. yeah it's tough but i mean people for the most part are pretty cool about it i don't want to say anyone's like super bitter or like angry but it's just tough you know to deny people such a life-changing potential opportunity so some people wanted constructive criticism you say mm-hmm. yeah what did they say exactly <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> like what did what sort of question they asked for constructive constructive criticism they said what do I think they could improve in their videos? Yeah. Just, you know, something like that. So it's tough. Competition, huh? It's tough when it's subjective like this, you know, because it's never clear exactly 
and it's always going to be like someone's disappointed, you know? Yeah, but also even in poker, right? As the best players don't always win, even if they have a higher probability of winning. That's true. Or they can win long term, but they don't always win. But it's different though, you know, like you're doing something creative. It's so much like different than a poker game. But yeah, you think variance would be sort of a familiar feeling. But yeah, you don't think of variance in this because yeah. it's like so different and out of the realm of poker playing. Yeah. But uh, the cool thing, I guess, the flip side of that is some of those people, even though they were disappointed, still said they were glad that they did it. And they're going to continue to make videos. Ah, that's cool. Yeah. So that's like the best thing that you could ask for, really, because they're getting something out of it regardless of the prize. Yeah. So that part's cool. And obviously the, the winners are ecstatic and will be, you know, doing some things together in the lead up and at the event. Do you think that the winners will continue to make vlogs after the... I think so. Poker Bahamas. I mean, unless they win like $4 million or something to win <laughs> the tournament. <laughs> would you quit vlogging if you won like $4 million? I would feel less pressure to make videos as frequently, but it's such a cool feeling when you upload a video that you're really happy with. And, you know, there's not like a huge monetary reward from that. Uh, it's just really cool to like share an idea. You sort of express yourself through the videos. So when you do that, it's a really cool feeling. And I think I'd probably still do that occasionally. Okay, so let's hope Andrew wins the Bahamas Poker Championship. And then next year, he will give all that money away to everybody who didn't win the Platinum <laughs> Pass this year <laughs> to get a chance to go. Right? Wow. <laughs> uh, we'll think about that. <laughs> but congratulations to everybody who participated. Keep on keeping on. <laughs> Indeed. Why didn't we have a voting to make it less subjective, maybe. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you guys pick the top five or top ten, but then the viewers of the podcast, uh, the viewers of the podcast, <laughs> the, the viewers of the vlogs vote. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, it's always like it's, it was new, right, for you guys and everybody else. So mm -hmm. maybe next year. Yeah, I actually don't know if this Platinum Pass thing is going to be a yearly thing or uh, if this is just like a once-off thing. No, PokerStars is not going to be giving away $8 million every year. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'll be kind of surprised and like really impressed if this is a yearly thing. I think it'd be awesome for all of us. I don't know <laughs> if it's... I mean, I guess PokerStars will have to see. But I don't think they've announced that it's like going to be a yearly thing. One oh. can hope. And yeah, if, I, I would be down for that. I'll... I'll uh, push for that next year for some fan voting because i think it gets people more involved anyway because yeah it also gets the creators promoting their stuff because i'm sure there were some people yeah. that didn't put their work out there because they just thought nobody would watch it yeah but the problem with that is that you could get someone who already has you know a following uh, yeah a following and they'll get a bunch of votes because they're somewhat well known like what if a vlogger, not necessarily someone who has a big following, but has like 3,000 subscribers or something already, he's going to have a little bit of a leg up. So I guess that's the downside to it. But hmm. I guess there's no perfect way to nope. pick a winner. But we got some listener feedback. I love me some listener feedback. Do you? More than you. More well, than you. That, that's a lot of love for listener <laughs> feedback. All right. So we got an email from Eric from our podcast last week, talking about time and stress. Okay. And Eric says, IMO, consider the rest of your life a free roll. 
you're already in the black for life, mm. at least compared to the millions of past, present, and future human beings. Relatively speaking, this really is true given all the famine, disease, handicap, etc. out there. Now, don't take this to mean that we shouldn't capitalize on our life free role and opportunity, but it's easier to capitalize using this view. Many will never have the opportunities or health we do, so there's no need to worry about an extra few days or weeks or even years, in my opinion. A few extra accomplishments here and there is great, but it's better to enjoy the journey than worry about the end is near or your time is running out. I came to this view in life after visiting after visits to several children's hospitals and others I have spoken to came to this viewpoint through near-death experiences. Just food for thought. In summary, quit stressing. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. I like the last sentence. I will say that when he says that, my mind immediately goes to the flip side. The flip side is, since we have it better than so many people and so much more opportunity, shouldn't we be um, capitalizing on that opportunity and doing the best we possibly can? maximizing the chances and opportunities that we have. I think there's definitely a way a way to capitalize on opportunity without sacrificing your health, right? Yeah, I mean, it probably is. I haven't figured that one out yet. <laughs> because otherwise then what's the point? We've seen it's and it's not a new story, right? Like that story has been it's like age old where you give up your health or you give up relationships for riches and then you're the lonely old man like scrooge mcduck that is the story mm. right so it's an age-old story it's just like people who are on their deathbed say hey this is what i wish i could have done i'm not saying that you shouldn't chase your dreams but you should grab the opportunity but realize that you have to do the, what did Livbury say a cost benefit analysis Mm -hmm. Some things are just not going to be worth it based on you losing your health. Yeah. Yeah, we don't want to cut that many years off our life. Not too many. Just some. Just a couple. <laughs> but thank you for the feedback, Eric. I'm sure it is not just for us over here, but the listeners of the podcast as well. We also got a message from Kent. Uh, he says... Boosie and Andrew, thank you both for the Tells podcast. I think it's such a good idea of a way for you two to spend time together. Ah, Boosie's so smart. Mm, I like hearing the two of you explore everyday struggles we all go through. We are all learning together. Ain't that the truth? I learned so much from the feedback and emails mm -hmm. and I've, I'm I've really grateful. You. I've taught you so much. <laughs> you have taught me so much. Mm -hmm. He says, my only criticism is that it is too Andrew focused. We mm. hear enough of him in the vlog. Okay, Kent, Smiley thanks face. for the feedback. <laughs> <laughs> Your podcast played a small part in helping me end a long unhappy marriage. I contemplated the decision for more than a year and now that I've taken the jump, I clearly see it was absolutely the correct move. Your podcast gives me hope that I will one day find a partner who is willing to work together like the two of you. Wow. Jesus, Kent, you're trying to make a girl cry on the podcast? <laughs> That's so beautiful. Thank you so much. He left a long, unhappy marriage because of you. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you're unhappy, then good. Kent, happy for you. Uh, I think it's clear you said that you're 
in a better spot now than you were in your very unhappy relationship. So congratulations. All right. Thank you for writing in, Kent. And in case you would like to grace us with some more listener feedback, tells at andrewneemi.com, which we still need to change to be like, hello at tellspodcast.com. I like it. We got a message from Chris and Chris says, Hey, Andrew and Boosie, love the podcast and the advice on relationships. I moved to Las Vegas last year with my long-term girlfriend to pursue better game selection and help the special education community out here. She is also a poker player and we were looking to buy a house and whatnot. Recently, she told me she wanted something else out of life and to pursue what fulfills her. I thought we were going to get married and start a family. She ended our five-year relationship and is moving out. How do you cope with a loss this big and stay focused on improving your life? It seems to be all that I'm thinking about. Thanks for the advice and let me know your thoughts. Heartbroken, Chris. Ah, Chris. Dang. I feel heartbroken for you. Yeah, well, I mean, anytime a guy signs it, heartbroken. (sighs) Brutal. Anytime a guy signs it, heartbroken? Yeah. What what does that mean? It means that guys don't usually sign it heartbroken. You don't own up to the fact that you don't yeah. own the fact that you're heartbroken. Yeah. Oh, well, that's silly. Because I mean, they would just use different broken. language. They usually just use different language, like either you know, like that suck, like just in a shitty spot or whatever. But like heartbroken. First of all, Chris, that is really shitty, and I'm really really sorry. Yeah. Well, it sucks that like. It was, it sounds like it was fairly out of the blue and it's like after such a big move, like why, how did it get to this point where there was no sort of, uh, signs or discussion before something like this? I don't know, but sometimes maybe we make decisions hoping that the things that are not quite right will become better. Yeah. Maybe you think that living in Las Vegas or, you know what I mean? Like for me and you. I'd be like, my life sucks here. Let's move to California, hoping that th- that would improve my life and our relationship mm-hmm. where maybe that that was not even it, you know? Mm. So a couple of things. Five years feels like a ton of time now. But in 20 years, when you've found somebody that maybe is better suited to you, then it might not feel so... You know what I mean? It might not feel so long. Yeah. Um, also, like, he says it's all he thinks about now. Uh, I don't think you should beat yourself up for, like, feeling a certain way, you know? Like, it's sort of expected to feel... When there's that jarring of a change in your life, it's going to f- be on your mind a lot. Time goes by pretty quickly, but when it's, like, suddenly something from five years that was such a big part of your life is now not there anymore then it's going to be on your mind and it's going to, you know, you're going to feel it. And as it should be, right? I think a lot of times we try and do a, an emotional bypass, which means you don't want to feel like you just want to get to the bypass going through the emotion. And you can't heal unless you actually feel the emotion. Like there's a difference with feeling the emotion and wallowing in the emotion, right? Yeah. Because the latter is not going to be helpful for progress but you have like you have to own that and you have to feel be like i do i feel heartbroken and tomorrow maybe i'll be better 
and not like healed, but maybe tomorrow will be a less shitty day and the next day and the next day. But like knowing that there is hope for me, the most important thing is acknowledging your feelings and then you might not do it right away, but consider forgiving her for whatever you feel that she's done yeah to hurt you and then forgive yourself for all the parts that you feel like you might have not shown up in a relationship because it's going it's both parties right no matter what it's always going to be two both parties that are responsible maybe in varying degrees but so forgiving your self for where you might feel that you didn't do enough or the things that you think you should have done in the relationship maybe things would be different forgiveness is not sort of forgetting about it and pretending it never happened it's not having it hurt so bad Mm -hmm. and not taking this relationship into your next relationship right so where you're no longer trusting of a woman who says yes they want to marry you and move it and move across the country with you because you think well this seems similar to the last one yeah i would just try to be a little bit analytical about it like take a little time and just kind of think about um something that's like both parties contributed to whether it's like there was like a lack of communication um, from both parties or something like that and figure out what it was where like where it broke down and uh you know, it's hard to just not be emotional about these things. But if you can try and be more analytical and sort of take a learning uh, lesson. I know, but sometimes you don't know, do you? And you like if you're going to... I think you do. Always? Takes a while, maybe, but... Because a lot of the time when we when people break up with people, what do they say? It's not you, it's me. Sure. So that doesn't... if. But maybe that just means that like the like the we just you know there's like the five love languages or whatever, mm-hmm. <laughs> or whatever, or whatever. No, not or whatever. But that yeah, that's a thing. So that could just mean that she wants something else, and it's not like something personal that you did or aren't able to do. It's just she gets love a different way. You know. I hear what you're saying, but. What I'm trying to get across is that you don't want to get stuck in trying to understand why somebody left you. Because Hmm. whether it's good or bad, everybody has the right to no longer want to be in your life. Of course. Yeah, but you're saying like, so I think what you might be trying to say, correct me if I'm wrong, is that you want to be better for yourself. So whatever you're going to do, like as you analyze, you're like, okay, maybe... I could have been more attentive because, you know, like, you know, those things that you are falling short on. But you're saying, like, find out what you did to break up the relationship. No, 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 no. no. Okay, I'm confused. (laughs) Well, if I'm not saying that it will likely lead to something like that. If you were open and communicative and asked your partner questions about, like, what she was feeling along the way and, like, you know, you have conversations about you know, happiness and what makes her happy and you told her what makes you happy and stuff like that, then I think you did your part, right? And uh, it might turn out to be that she didn't do her part. 
don't stuff your emotion. Cry, ugly cry. It's good. It's very healthy for you. And then hit the gym. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These are like practical things to do, right? <laughs> hit the gym because obviously not just to look better, but you're going to feel good, right? Mm-hmm. You get the endorphins. Those are feel good hormones. Um, or you know what is even better than the gym is hiking in the desert. You live in Las Vegas, go to Mount Charleston, go to Red Rock, clear your head, get a good workout in. It's like the best thing. Uh, whenever my mind's all foggy, for sure, I love to hike. And then like the emotional stuff, you'll work through that a little bit at a time. And just know that there'll be another side because it's all consuming now. It does get better. It does. I remember, do you remember your first heartbreak? Like I thought I was going to die. Like literally, like my heart was, my chest was always so heavy and I just wanted to come home and cry. I don't think I ever had that. I was doing the heartbreaking. (laughs) I'll admit it. I'm not proud of it, but I did it. Chris, you seem like you're an awesome dude. You're uh, you're here in Las Vegas. You're here to help special education children here in Las Vegas. That sounds really cool of you. And uh, you know the language that you use in the in the message. Um, you know, there's a lot of dudes out there that would be like, you know, f this chick, screw her. You know, she she did this to me. But it sounds like you're being pretty mature about it and trying to figure out what happened, where to go from here, rather than being super bitter about it, which is a lot more that you can say for a lot of people. So that's cool. Upside is that you're a single man in Las Vegas now. You know, that's pretty cool too. Um, <laughs> just saying. <laughs> that's 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 That can be a good thing, but you're probably not there mentally at the moment. <laughs> Jeez, give the guy a time to heal. Yep. <laughs> wow. But you can look forward to that. <laughs> and uh, yeah. All right, Chris, I hope we helped uh, somewhat, a little bit. and I hope Boosie helped. I know I didn't, but I hope she did. No, I think you did. No. You did help. Because, I mean, for, I'm telling him just from like a girl's perspective, but you're telling him from a guy's perspective. Well, like, look at it analytically. Like, you might not want to ugly cry. <laughs> and If you want to send us a little bit more details, that might help too, Chris, um, even if we don't revisit it on the air. Send me a message. Send me another message if you want. Tells at andrewnimi.com. You know where to reach us. Okay. Any last words? We are now on Team Run It Up. That's cool. Jason Somerville is on Team Favorable. <laughs> um, so that's happening. We'll have another podcast before Reno in like 10 days. That's about it. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Please write to us. Tell us at andrewnimi.com for mm-hmm. feedback. Yeah. If you'd like to support this podcast, feel free to head on over to favorableapparel.com. Buy a t-shirt, cop a beanie. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, share it with all your friends. Yeah. And until next time. Until next time. Bye. Bye.